How to run a business from home without losing your sanity on today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello there and welcome to the Champion Hustle podcast. This is episode number 58. My name is Ryan Black. And my name is Levi Hunsaker. Ryan, good morning. Guten Morgen. Great to have you. Bright, sunny day. Yes, and yes, it is. It rained yesterday, finally. And in Utah, we're kind of in a drought, so that was a, a much needed relief. Well, good. Where where was I when it rained? I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe it didn't rain at your house, which is funny because we don't live that far away from each other. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I guess, I do I live on the other side of the tracks? So yep. on my, my side of the tracks, there's West there's side. No, no, no rain is allowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, um, before we dive into the topic today, do we, I guess our, our, um, our birthday month is over, right? Yeah. The birthday month is over. Um, so we're going to be going through and tallying everything that came out of the the uh, the list of uh, entries for the contest. And uh, in the next coming weeks, as soon as we've got everything finalized and dialed in, we will be letting you know who the winners are of the contest. Right on. Cool. Right on, right on. Right on. Channeling inner Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. He's a, he's a frequent visitor, especially on our <laughs> our pre-show conversations <laughs> before we start recording. Yeah. We should make another show that's just like the pre and the post show. Because oh, my goodness. That's a, there's a whole different dynamic there, very different, uh, <laughs> a very different vibe on that show. So... Um, you know, this topic today is really interesting. I think if we had done this topic a year ago, it would have been very different than if doing it today. The reason, the reason that I say that is, I mean, I, I've been working from home for, I mean, for years and years. So, but, but over the last year, a lot of people have had to make that switch where, you know, they've never worked from home before. They opposed the idea. And by necessity, they had to work from home. And now they're like, well, this is kind of cool. Uh, I want to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. For, for me, I mean, I wouldn't have had the level of experience in this area as I would have liked to be able to talk about this topic a year ago. And a lot of that has stemmed from, uh, you know, I was doing business from home as a side hustle, but my everyday job, I was going into the office. Yeah. Well, in the last year, uh, I can probably still count on two hands the number of times that I've had to go into the office. Everything else has been working from home, even for uh, my job as an engineer. And so yeah. I've, I've had to learn how to balance that together with, you know, working a full-time, full-plus-time job sometimes and uh, right. also still continuing to work business in that side hustle mode all online, all through, uh, you know, getting my home office set up and dialed in. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a good thing. It's been a learning experience. 
Uh, I've learned yeah. some things that don't work so well, and I've learned some things that work a little better. Yeah. Hey, but that's uh, that's how it's for all of us, right? It's a process of learning and, and optimizing. Um, so yeah, so basically what we what we have today are some different ideas and tips and suggestions for uh, you know for those of you whether you're in the camp of hey you know running my hustle run my business from home or you know you have the day job situation where you're like well I'm you know I would still like to work from home but I want to be able to make better use of my time and make it a stress free experience so that's what we uh, that's what we're going to be going through today um so you ready leave it yep. so we we had a prior episode that we kind of talked about uh how to be super efficient how to to kind of set your your home office up for extreme efficiency so we definitely um recommend going back i can't remember what episode that was i'm looking back through our notes uh episode six so talking about extreme organization and efficiency, and there are some good tips in there for your office space. Um, something that I've added to that is uh, get yourself set up in a way that works well for you. So for me, um, where I spend a lot of time on the computer every day, uh, whether we're searching for deals or working as an engine, a software engineer, um, you know, I've got my monitor set up, but I bought this standing desk and that can raise and lower. And, uh, you know, sitting for hours and hours and hours on end, that's not very fun. Yeah. So get up, get moving, and, uh, you know, get involved in your your day-to-day work just by putting your body to work while you work. And so that's a good thing. Like, every time we record these, I'm standing up. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's a that's a good tip. Those standing desks. Um, I know I've I've I don't have one currently, but I've had one before, and makes a big difference if you're spending long hours on the in front of the computer. Another uh, alternative is you know if you don't have a standing desk, or I guess even if you do, is to get rather than sitting on an office chair, you get a, a yoga ball or an exercise ball. Yes. And, um, you know, I used to I used to do that when I I don't spend as much time anymore in front of the computer. Um, but when I, when I did that was something that I would have. And so I would swap out the, uh, you know, the desk chair, the computer chair for that. And then you kind of dance around and bounce and move and it keeps, <laughs> keeps your blood flowing. And, uh, when you combine that with a standing desk, man, then you've, you're moving it, all day, man, it breaks up the monotony of the day. So that's, that's one thing that I've found that it's helped me a lot in the last year. Awesome. Um, so, you know, I think one of the one of the biggest things for one of the biggest challenges for working from home is creating that separation between your personal time or you know family time and the work time. Because if you're used to going to a different physical location, you have you know some level of a commute. Maybe it's five minutes. Maybe it's five hours. Depends on where you live. Um, but you know, there's there's the physical separation, and and so that gives you kind of a transition time to go from oh, okay, this is where I live and rest and eat and sleep and all that, versus this is where I am being productive, and so you know that's one of the challenges that can be is is separating that and maintaining that distinction between those two environments. 
because when you're working from home, they are going to meld together. It's just, it, I don't, I don't yeah. think there's really a way around that. <laughs> no. And, and, uh, there's, there really isn't a way around it. Um, but the big thing is making sure that you've got it, uh, setting expectations, um, yeah. so that everybody knows what's going to be going on. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, one way of doing that is, uh, you know, through time blocking, which I know we've talked about before time blocking and being able to you know, manage the expectations of family members and letting them know, okay, look, this is the block of time when I'm going to be working. Pretend that I am gone. Now, if you have small children, it's kind of harder for them to understand that. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but you're here. Well, that yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I am here. Let's pretend I'm not. Let's do a game. <laughs> and once they get a little bit older, uh, then, you know, then they understand, oh, okay, you know, dad or mom is doing, uh, you know, they're doing work time. And so, you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, the time blocking is, is very important to be able to set those schedules and say, look, this is the time when I'm at the office. If you need me, you know, text because <laughs> I got to get stuff done. Very important. Yeah, and and just as important in that time blocking is put your family time, put your personal time in your calendar and yeah. protect that just as much as you would a client meeting. If not, yeah. I, I would say protect it even more because yeah. it's so easy to say, oh, well, I, I'll just sacrifice this personal time. And and a lot of times you say, I'll just sacrifice this family time. And and a few weeks ago, we had Braxton Dutson on the show, and he was talking about that. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, the way that he put it in terms of kind of like a, a financial bank account, uh, like a relationship bank account. And, you know, you're, you got to put those deposits in so that occasionally, not a consistency, occasionally when an, a, a big emergency comes up, you can say, okay, I'm sorry, we had this plan. Can we reschedule? Yeah. And be, if you're making those deposits, taking that one withdrawal once in a while is not such a big thing. But hold that personal time sacred and look for ways to reschedule it, business things so that it doesn't impact what commitments you've made to your personal self for uh, self-care, exercise, fitness, uh, health, that kind of stuff, uh, yeah. mental health. And uh, especially to your family time, because that's important too. Well, and I think it's also valuable to get your family involved and get their buy-in on what it is you're doing. Obviously, you know, depending on the nature of uh, you know the business or the work you're doing, uh, there's going to be some limitations as far as what can be done or, or schedules that need to be kept. Um, either way, it's valuable to get their buy-in and say, "Look, this is kind of the the, the requirements that I need to take care of." For my business, uh, you know, let's let's coordinate and figure out and let them be you know a contributor to that plan because if they're contributing, they're gonna be like, oh well, they, they you know they feel like they have skin in the game and they helps choose it and it's not being forced upon them, and so then uh, yeah, you have a little more buy-in. And and if you are able to involve them directly, like let them come work with you yeah. because it it's very clear. It's like yeah, this is work time but you're welcome to come spend time with me. We will be working and yeah. give them a job, give them a task and have them do it with you. And you're still getting quality time 
they they recognize that you are spending wanting to spend time with them but re- also realize the value of the work and the business that you're doing yeah and one thing i do and maybe this is like cheating but so one thing that i do sometimes <laughs> if i'm you know i'm in the zone i'm working on something and one of my kids wants to you know come in and i'll just say hey you know come in and you know read a book or 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 color or you know play with legos or something if you notice behind me there's a couch there's a big leather couch and there's a coffee table behind me and so even though i'm not necessarily talking with them um you know even if i'm on a phone call or something i say hey yeah come on in the office you can it'd be nice to just have you in here with me hanging out while i'm on my call or while i'm doing whatever um they seem to enjoy that even though Right, they know that okay, dad can't really talk to me because he's doing something. Well, but they're in the same room, you know. I so I also yeah. like doing that as well when I can. Yeah, that's a big thing. I'm going to come back to that in just a second. But uh, another important thing is to have a dedicated, isolated space. I mean, if you, if you the listeners are watching the video on this, um, they can see you have an office with doors. My my office is in the basement. I call it my lair, and. Uh, but it, it's a, there's a door to the upstairs, and uh, this is a dedicated, isolated space. You have a dedicated, isolated space that it's like, okay, when we're in this space, this is work time. And that's yeah. that can also be uh, a reasonable way to time block and say, you know what? I'm just not going to be in my workspace during family time or during personal time. And if yeah. you can do that, that provides that separation for you a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you do have, you know, like I've got, this is a, if your house has a, you know, a dedicated office or maybe you've converted one of your bedrooms into an office or something. Um, it's really nice if you have the option like I do, which is glass doors, even if you had me, you know, maybe an extra bedroom that you're going to permanently make an office. Um, we've done this before, uh, on on other houses, I would recommend swapping out the door for a glass door. And that's because one of the indicators that I use, whether it's, you know, with your spouse or, uh, or your children or the dog, well, the dog's another story, but your spouse or your children, when you have the glass door, uh, you can close the door so you can have kind of some separation and some quiet. Uh, if you're on a phone call, right, you don't hear everyone screaming in the background as much, uh, but then people can come and look through the door and see Oh, you know, you know, my dad or whoever is in there doing something. He's busy. Yeah. So, so if I, if, yeah, I, if I am able to have people come in while I'm working on something, I just leave the doors open so they know. Oh, dad's doing something, but they just walk in. If the door is closed, guaranteed. And you actually may have seen. <laughs> actually, you have seen. If you go back through some prior episodes, um, especially the earlier episodes, you'll notice some small people <laughs> coming. Peering through the glass and realizing, oh, oops. Sometimes even sneaking yeah. through the door. Yeah. Trying, yeah, like army crawling across the floor to try to grab the dog or something. Uh, so, oh, I was rolling during those episodes. So, so, kind of in that dedicated, isolated space, uh, how, how do you balance that uh, having the dedicated, isolated space and getting your family involved? And, like you mentioned, it's like, yeah, you're welcome to come in and sit and read a book or something, right? Yeah. So early as as I was doing this, I was like, nope, can't have the kids in the space. 
I, I need to be able to focus and, and do work and things like that. And that just wasn't working very well. So for me, what I found is uh, I just basically said, my kids are welcome in any of this space behind me or to the side of me in the office or in the basement area where I have my office. But it's all about setting those proper expectations. It's like, okay, I'm on calls. You've got to be quiet. Uh, if, yeah. you know, if the lights and, and camera and microphone are on, <laughs> it's really funny to watch them come down and go, huh, <laughs> and just pause. And they're like extra, extra quiet when they see something like that. Yeah. But they're, they're fairly quiet most of the time. But it's, it's just funny if you could see the reaction of my kids as they come down and, and see when we're like recording something like this. It, yeah. It's just like this complete pause. Like they pretend if they freeze that nothing's going to happen. But I find that to be much more manageable because they can come yeah. down, they can give me hugs, they can do whatever, but they know that if I'm on calls, they need to check whether I'm, you know, recording, doing a video call or on a telephone call first um, before they just come in and start asking a bunch of questions. And and it's not perfect. It's not 100%. But it's just kind of working through that and setting the expectations. My youngest is seven years old, so it's it's a little easier. Young, young kids, that's maybe more of a challenge. Yeah. But you just kind of have to do the best you can with where you're at. Exactly. And and one other thing that uh, that I do, you know, specifically when we're recording, because I do recording as well, besides the podcast for you know different videos and you know social media things and such that, that I create, um, is you can't see it, but on the other side of that door, because it's hanging on the outside, I actually have one of those little door hangers. You know, like the things when you go to a hotel, it says, do not disturb, that you hang on the door. I have one of those, but it's bright red, and it says, recording in progress. And so my kids know, and it was like $5 on Amazon, right? So I got this little door hanger, and so anytime that we're doing this and recording, I hang that. So if, if they're coming from upstairs or upstairs or on the main floor and they walk around the corner, they can look and see this bright red sign and they know, oh, dad's recording. I'm not going to go and peer through the window or come barging in. Um, so that's kind of an extra layer of, of protection that's easy and simple. And as soon as we're done, I go pull the sign off. And so they know if they see that red recording sign, Shh, be quiet because I'm recording <laughs> and don't come in. <laughs> yep, I think I need to get me one of those, except it's going to have to be a big bright red sign that is seen from the top of the stairs. With like strobe lights and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like it. One of those on-air lights. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> and that's basically what, I mean, right, my background was in production, and so there was quiet on set. Quiet on set is something that I barked at. I don't know how many people, how many times, because uh, you have to have silence. And so it's more of a, of a nicer approach to yelling quiet on set at everybody. You just have a little hanger. That means, shh. So I like it. Okay, so um, one of the biggest things, we talked about time blocking. Mm -hmm. Time blocking only works as well as you do. Yeah. Um, and now what do I mean by that? If you time block something and don't actually stick to that schedule, 
what good is the schedule? Now, that being said, let's play devil's advocate here a little bit. As you're maybe you're you're brand new or, or fairly new in business, uh, what you think your schedule is going to be and what it actually is is going to be a learning process. <laughs> so, Two very different things. <laughs> yeah, give yourself some grace, but yeah. try to stick to that schedule as best you can, and then you will learn over time what's working and what's not. And and like maybe you say, oh, this is going to take me 10 minutes and it takes you an hour to do something. Well, first, you're going to get better at doing that thing over time. And second, uh, why is it taking you an hour? Yeah. But also, maybe it should have been a 20-minute task instead of a 10-minute task. So you, you'll learn over time, but stick to that schedule, get stuff done, be hyper-focused, uh, really be efficient um crap there's a there's a method to doing this but a, a lot of it is uh you know give yourself a challenge oh. set a timer for 10 or 15 minutes and try and get a task done maybe you've blocked 30 minutes out but give yourself the challenge to see if you get done 15 minutes early and so really focus and and stop trying to make everything so perfect. Just get it done. <laughs> yeah. Well, and P Parkinson's law, you know, definitely applies where, you know, we will stretch things to fit within the allotted amount of time. Yep. So many times you really don't need as much time as you think to get something done. Just you kind of give yourself a little bit more urgency and you get her, get her knocked out, get her done. So, um, shoot, I had another thought that came that I was going to share and, it disappeared. Well, must not be for this episode. Must or maybe not. it'll come later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, just, just kind of on that same note, like one of the most frustrating things of running your own business is when you look at what you plan to do and what you didn't get done. Yeah. And instead of focusing on what you didn't get done, focus on what you did get done. And then come back and say, okay, let's evaluate. Because instead of being in a place of judgment, we don't like judgment is kind of this negative mental space. So instead of being in that place of judgment in your business, in your schedule, in your progress, in your efficiency, look at it and say, okay, what did I get done? So start thinking, what, what things are working? What things should I keep doing? What things should I start doing? Uh, maybe then look at it and say, okay, what things really didn't work? What should I stop doing? And then think about what the things you should continue. So you're, you're actually evaluating and saying, okay, this is where I'm at. And this is how I move forward to the next level. So what can I do? What might I do differently going forward? so that we can take that level up, be more efficient, get more stuff done, and just be okay with where you're at in the moment if you were trying and, and working to the best of your abilities now. So yeah. uh, this is a conversation that I had with my daughter the other day. Um, she got done doing her uh, aerial silk training class, and she's like, oh, I didn't do very well. I didn't, I didn't do a good job today. And, and that's kind of disappointing when you, you see your kids 
kind of down on themselves. Uh, more because you know the mental damage that it can do if that goes on for a long time. Right. And so she and I, we were having a conversation about uh, what is best. What is your best effort? And the funny thing about best is, well, first, that's a judgment word. But if we took at it, look at it and say, is my best in the morning going to be the same as my best at 10 o'clock at night? No, best is just what it is in the moment. If you give it your full effort, your full attention, work to the best of your abilities in that moment, that's your best effort, period. And to try and compare that to another time or to another person, uh, that doesn't really work. And, you know, even when you say, well, I'm just competing against myself, that's true, but your best in a given moment is not always compared to your personal best ever. So give yourself some grace. Um, give yourself some room to, to just get it, get out there and do your best in that moment and then figure out how to improve that in the future. So uh, our last episode, you know, we were talking about improvement. Can I constant and never ending improvement, right? Yeah. So that's that's kind of where this is coming from is be okay, accept where you're at, but push forward and just try and get that little bit better tomorrow. Yeah. That even if it's the 0.05%. Exactly. I remember that was the smallest one. So I mean it could get smaller, but we're not yeah. doing that. Yeah. Well, and, and another thing to it's important to remember is there's always going to be tomorrow. Right. If sometimes when when working from you know from home, you feel like, well, well, shoot, I just I can keep going. It's you know it's eleven o'clock or it's midnight. I I can just push a little bit harder and then and then be done. Yeah, but there's tomorrow too. <laughs> In a couple more hours, guess what? Uh, the work's still going to be there. You can take care of it in the morning. Uh, granted, there are certain situations where that's not true, but the majority of situations. It'll be fine if you push it back till tomorrow. You know, you got to get yourself in the mind space of if I were going into the office, would I be staying, you know, until 9, 10, 11 o'clock every single night in the office when everybody else leaves at five? Maybe you would. If so, then it's time to reevaluate <laughs> what are you doing with your life because there's more to life than working. Um, uh, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it, it's easy to just keep pushing, 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 pushing later, 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 later. Tomorrow's going to come. Hopefully, hopefully you don't bite the dust while you're asleep. Right. Uh, but tomorrow's going to come. And, and well, if you do bite the dust, who cares if you didn't finish the project, right? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really matter. So, so that's, that's an interesting point is there's always going to be more work. Yeah. No matter what you do whether you have more work on your plate right now or whether you finish all that and you say, okay, what's next? What am I going to create next? You're going to make more work for yourself. So the, the idea that, um, that you want to push through, you know, I've, I've done like 36 hours straight. I, I call that the engineer's walk of shame. 
where Jeez. you are still at work in the same clothes that you were wearing yesterday. <laughs> because I didn't go home. I, I was there all night. Um, so I, I felt bad for my coworkers. I was probably a little bit ripe by that point. But, uh, you know, you have to think, is this a real deadline, like a hard deadline? I have to deliver yeah. something to a customer. Well, that's one thing. But if it's just a self-imposed deadline, ooh, I want to get this done by Friday. When there's not really any driving thing for that, you yeah. want to drive for success, but you don't want to over push yourself because you need to have other areas of your life to be part of that. And so another big part of this as you're working, we have a tendency, and me especially, I've, I'm still working on this, to just pack our schedules. I, I've got 15 minutes here. Sure, I can meet with this person. When have you ever had a 15-minute conversation with somebody? I, I haven't seen it be a possibility. Um, yeah. And so you want to leave yourself some buffer room. And, you know, from my background in computing and engineering, if you book 100% of a processor, you get terrible performance. Yeah. Once you start getting a, above like 85% booked, that's when you actually start to see degrading performance. So give yourself some extra time, that extra little bit, that 15% of flex time. Give yourself some flex time. Maybe that's going to be catching up on some work. Maybe that's going to be allowing you to, to take a breather and take a walk around the building or take a, take a walk outside to, to go do something. Um, maybe that's going to be to allow you to get into a creative space and figure out, okay, what's my next step? What am I going to create next? Yeah. Because then you can do a lot better in your business. Absolutely. Yeah. Drive yourself hard, but don't drive yourself face first into the ground. <laughs> it's not, it's not fun. Yeah. Take it from me. Let me be a cautionary <laughs> tale. You don't want to be like Levi. That's the moral of this whole episode. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. Nailed it. Oh, uh, well, well, cool. I think, uh, I think we've, uh, beaten this dead horse long enough. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, I, we hope that you, you take something from this, even if yeah. it's just one little nugget and go make your business life better. Yeah. Keep your because sanity, keep your family involved your your personal passions alive because it's it's way too easy for any of that to take a back seat to running your business yeah and keeping in mind that you know telecommuting working from home is something that's just going to continue to get more prevalent so yep even if you know even if you're like well right now i don't really do that still got to keep your options open so it's important to have that and have a plan and be ready to go when that presents itself for you in the future. So that's yep. what, uh, that's what we got for you today. Yeah. So, uh, we, we hope you, you got value out of today. Let us know, uh, shoot us a, a message on our website and let us know if there's a topic that you're like, man, I really wish you guys would cover this. Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll add it to our production schedule. So, so just let us know and uh, come on back next week because next week we're going to talk about how to control real estate without actually owning it.
Mm. Ooh. Very intriguing. So join us then. And until then, take care and have a great week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com. Hey, what are you, a bobblehead? I'm a fish. <laughs> With your uh, DS controllers? <laughs> or, I don't know. These are my kids. Nintendo Switch, I think, is what it is. Oh, that's what it is. I have no idea. I'm nice so out of the... <laughs> You like that? Yeah. It would be, be better if I did this. There you go. <laughs>